0: Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of the Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We've all got to be a little more like Wendy. That was Australian country singer. Hayley Marston with Wendy and I picked that song because I've got a Wendy on next. Good morning to Wendy Ross. She is the Executive Manager of GV Hospice Care. A big day for GV Hospice Care today, Wendy.
1: It is, Terry, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us about what's happening tonight.
1: Uh, we're having our official opening of our new building on the corner of uh, Windham and Balaclava Road. We've been uh, actually occupying it for a few months now, but this is the official opening to sort of celebrate the great work that the committee management and staff have done in, in getting the organisation to this stage.
0: So for people who may not be familiar with the work of GV Hospice Care, providing 24-7 uh, free palliative care, pretty amazing. Tell us about the great work that GV Hospice Care does, Wendy.
1: So we provide uh, palliative care services to the community in their homes. So uh, whether that be in residential aged care, but a lot of the time in people's actually uh, at their homes. So we have uh, nurse and family support workers who who help people to um, manage their symptoms. So not only at end of life, but also also. Uh, symptom support for people who are undergoing treatment or are just, you know, starting to struggle a bit. So specialist palliative care for those that, uh, yeah, require sort of that more intense services by um, specially trained nurses and social workers and bereavement counsellors. So if this is a free service, how is it funded? Uh, We do get some funding from the Department of Health. But we are very, very fortunate that we have so many, uh, so so many organisations and so many um, individuals who who donate and help us fundraise. So uh, we have their op shop in Friar Street, and they're a major contributor. So all of that goes to ensuring we have uh, nurses on call twenty four seven. So uh, which which is uh, very very helpful and one of the the real highlights of our service that when you ring somebody at any time that you need it, you will get somebody that, that knows you and you, you know, will most likely know.
0: I believe you have about 100 patients in your service at the moment. What kind of um, sort of a range, I mean, there must be some who are near the end of their lives, others that are not, what kind of a range of patients would you have?
1: Uh, well, we have, um, yeah, as you say, a, a broad spectrum Uh uh, increasingly, we're seeing about thirty percent of our people don't have a cancer diagnosis. They may be people who have got a, a chronic lung disease or uh, some other sort of disease that that is, you know, life limiting, um, and they they are just seeking our support to to with it. Maybe you know we have a lot of free equipment that we have out and about, or or just that. Uh, Help, help to keep themselves and their family comfortable at home.
0: So it's not just end of life?
1: No. Okay,
0: what, uh, what draws people to work in this kind of area, do you think, Wendy? You know, what what drew
1: you? Uh, well, palliative care has always been a, a passion of mine. And I think if you look at our staff, they want to make a real difference to people. They are very compassionate. They are very caring and they do want to make a difference for people, to keep them comfortable. And you know if we can if we can help someone um, through the latter stages of their lives to be to be comfortable and to be supported and to feel they have some quality um, in their life, then that makes us all very you know proud. but but it is a very passionate, compassionate team.
0: Can you describe a good death that you've personally experienced?
1: Uh, I think it's it's where you don't see someone who is in pain, someone who does it on their terms if they want to be at home, surrounded by their family and it's peaceful. Someone who, um, yeah, it, it is just your terms. What is it that would ma- look good for you? And that's hard to say when it's about a death, but... But it is one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done in my long nursing career is to to actually help somebody to go out on their terms surrounded by the people they want to be surrounded by or or the animals or the the surroundings, whatever it might be. but it's it's having a bit of control because it's it's never an easy thing. but it's it's also um a lot of what of our our staff do is educating people so they know what to expect. And then it's never quite as scary when you know what's coming and you feel that you can control that to an extent.
0: A lot of your work would be working with the families, wouldn't it? Because somebody may be able to accept their own death, especially if they're older, but then it's it's for the pe- people left behind, isn't
1: it? That That's right. And we do um, offer um, bereavement and counselling services for up to 12 months after the death because we are so involved. Often we're in there every day for people. And then there's a gap afterwards. So, uh, yeah, w- that's, that's another important part of our service.
0: So if people are listening today and they, they know someone who may benefit from your service or maybe they're thinking themselves, I mean, what would you, is there sometimes a reluctance to reach out? Because I guess reaching out is, is somewhat of an acceptance of what's to come and that might be hard for some people.
1: Yeah, Look, uh, and I think that's something that we are trying to work on that people maybe get referred earlier. Sometimes people aren't appropriate because things are under control and, and there's not much else we could offer. But other times there would be and and often you see people come maybe a bit too late. What, what we do do is we might have somebody come along while they're undergoing treatment but are having trouble with pain or nausea and they would... Uh, come onto our service and then when it's all under control they get discharged and then later on again if they do need us again it's probably a much easier transition for them to come back onto the service. So it it doesn't always have to be about end of life, it can be about symptom support so that's an important thing I think.
0: Yeah, okay. So what should people do if they're thinking about re- reaching out? Just give you a
1: call? Yep, happy, happy to take calls. Um, yeah, if we're not the right service, we can probably refer you on to where you could get some of the help, but, but often we can help sort of manage and, and support and guide. So,
0: so it's very much like they've still got their doctor... Yeah, this I'll, is, and obviously the doctor isn't available twenty four seven. So it must be must be so reassuring to know that even if you're not needed, but that, that psychologically, that you are there, that you are at the end of the phone. And if I if I rang up at three am and said I was having trouble, like, would someone come out at three am?
1: Uh, not always. We try to, we try to plan in advance so that we're not sending our nurses because often they have to work the next day. But if if it if it was urgent. Yeah, they are there and they, they can come out. But we try to do a lot of um, anticipatory planning so that we're not getting to that point. And, th- and that is the point uh, that I think we do really, really well. And we do, as you mentioned, we work really closely with the person's GP and their specialists. So that that's, you know, uh, we, we don't have a doctor on staff, but we work very closely with the local specialists and um, the GPs.
0: You've mentioned nursing care and equipment, but the emotional support must be a key part of this, and that must take some special people to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, we've got a great a great team, and um, certainly our our um, social worker family support team are amazing as well. So, uh, I think that will be the way of the future with more multidisciplinary. Um, you know, staff coming on board because it is quite holistic, and you need to. And we we're sort of tending to get away from patients and saying clients because the family and the carers are our clients as well. Where it's a whole, it's a whole, uh, a whole support team that goes into this phase of somebody's life.
0: So, GV Hospice Care has been going since 1989, 33 years now, which is amazing. And the building, uh, new building is opening tonight, uh, as we said. Does this sort of mark a bit of a turning point, a bit of a new era for G- GV Hospice Care? I mean, you know, it's an evolving space, isn't it? You've got voluntary assisted dying coming into the whole discussion. What, where do you see palliative care going in future locally?
1: Uh, the, the the numbers are growing and so we sort of see that, that our new building will be a palliative care hair- Care hub for the region. Uh, we've got c- clinical rooms there, so our local specialist palliative care physician um, attends once a week. There's there's options. We've got support groups that that happen there. We've got uh, some training for staff coming up hopefully there'll be some training in the new year for carers so I, th- I think it's it allows us to expand and do a lot more in the area
0: we actually haven't mentioned your amazing volunteers both in the patient support and the op shop we should give them a shout out too i guess
1: definitely the volunteers we couldn't do it without it so so with without them um, we have a lot of volunteers at the op shop who do an amazing job and are a really friendly bunch and um, that op shop has such a great reputation in the community. That op shop, (laughs) my
0: son was just there yesterday. He's always going in there picking up amazing things. They've got a lot of great (laughs) stuff actually.
1: Yeah, uh, before I started that was, uh, I kept hearing that, oh that's that's a great op shop, so, uh, and it is. And then we have our patient care volunteers so they are someone who are specially trained and they will go in and support someone who is on our books and you know just can maybe give the carer a break or just a fresh face or can you know do little things to support might take someone fishing whatever it takes for that person to have a, a better quality of life because that's what we really are about. So people
0: can call you on five eight double two double zero six eight. that's right, or well, they that's can go great. to your website, just, I uh, guess, Google GV Hospice Care. Yep. You're also on Facebook. Uh, I guess, what would you say to someone who's thinking about whether or not they should reach out, and it could be a carer or it could be a client?
1: Uh, I would say give us a call. If we're not the right service for you, we'll try to guide you where you could go, but, yeah, please call us when you have a query, when you just want to know, because uh, we are there to support you.
0: That number again for GV Hospice Care Service. It's five eight double two double zero six eight. Maybe write it down. You may not need it now. You may need it in future. But uh, they're a very friendly bunch. So give them a call. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Wendy. Thank you, Terry. Wendy Ross is the executive manager of GV Hospice Care, and they'll be opening their amazing new building today. So. All the best with that, Wendy. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you.
1: Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at and Motorcycles and Power Equipment.
0: The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular
1: and capable with a high power to weight ratio, the Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepparton Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepparton Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website, sheppartonmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports Range today. LMCT 11819.
0: 1FM Sponsor. The mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River Fever, Barma Forest Virus and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese Encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor.
1: The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality. With delicious good-sized hearty meals including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmers with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60
0: years, we also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live
1: entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel. More than just a pub. 1FM's sponsor.
0: Hi guys, Peter Cardamoni from Cardamoni Real Estate in the beautiful Golden Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres and Nana's worked as he brought it back. Oh He's yes! got it. What a Two, real estate across the Golden Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Golden Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamone, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonyrealestate.com.au and right across the Golden Valley from Shep, Kiela, Marupna, Talamba and Chitura, you're in Cardamone country. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.